Hey, good morning, everyone. It's 7 a.m. Welcome. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome to 7 a.m. This is John Henry Soto here. It is Wednesday. It is February 10th, um, 2021, after we had a pretty incredible 2020. <laughs> uh, a year that will be spoken about for eons uh, regarding many, many things. And uh, we'll look back and be like, wow, wow, you know. But here we are, 2021, we made it. And uh, this year so far has been pretty good. Last year, um, I did uh, actually, I was fortunate uh, to really spend uh, more time with my family. Uh, my wife did not lose her job, which was extremely important. I unfortunately did lose a lot of uh, work um, when it comes to, um, I had a company called Jaff Project, which uh, went under <laughs> after only a year uh, because we had this office space and it was kind of like just became a storage facility for a while. And uh, so I had to make that change and that challenge, which was uh not pleasant um and a few other challenges uh real estate i'm a real estate agent that kind of like stopped uh film you know music all that creative stuff kind of the work kind of went away um and it makes you really wonder about the control that you have over you know your ability to to make income you know i think a lot of people were kind of like hit in the face a little bit like wow you know what if this went away, how else can I make an income, you know? And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a creative person. I like to try to try to constantly just think of things to do. And, uh, you know, I thought of, well, let me just communicate with as many people as I possibly can to see if, they, I, if I can do something. And uh, that's where I did the, J, the JHS show, and uh, that became really successful i did a i did a, about 100 shows there and um i did also some music makers show with the, the band break time and i did and that kind of gave a momentum to something that i didn't expect um so 2020 was a a, a kind of a year where i re rediscovered uh myself in a sense that i realized where my strengths are as opposed to where I was putting my energy towards. Um, and I think a lot of people actually went through that. I think a lot of people looked at their situations and realized, you know, why was I spending all this time doing this thing when I can do this and get more out of it, make the same amount of money? Um, hold on one second. It's just little pet peeves of mine. when I'm trying to do the screen screen thing. I don't have it down yet, but anyway. Um, so I think a lot of people look back into their uh, what they were doing at that time and their current situation and realize, you know, I got to 
do something else? Uh, or why was I spending so much time doing that? Or why was I even worrying about that thing? You know, considering now look at the world, you know, we have people dying, we have uh, people losing their jobs, their homes, we have uh, decisions being made by powerful people that really have no business making decisions for anyone. Um, very, very scary time, you know, for a lot of people. But it definitely was an eye-opening experience for Rennie as well. And we invested a lot, my, my wife and I. And uh, we actually drew closer together during that uh, during that whole year. Um, she started her art business, you know, and uh, I helped behind the scenes set up stuff for her. And um, and we we did. We we took any money we had invested in things, and we just invested it in ourselves. We spend more time studying our 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 religion, our our uh, our documents, as as we say, um, and uh, it was a tremendous blessing. And we did a lot of growth. You know, we decided to homeschool for sure. Our daughter, our kids. You know, um, our son's only four, but he's getting ready to start. He's already started actually homeschooling officially in the program, and um, it was kind of funny. Last week was our first day in school, and I'm one of the student helpers. Um, and uh, just being in there with him, and he kind of just wanted to play. He didn't understand, but then after a while, he kind of kind of grooved in and understood there were things to do. And he kept telling me, like, "When are we gonna be done here? When are we gonna be done here?" You know. And I mean, if I had a nick for every time I said that, at most jobs I had, right. When are we going to be done here? Excuse me, sir, Bo boss, man. When, when are we going to be done here? F five o'clock? You want me to be here till five? <laughs> anyway. um, So we only have, uh, let me see, 17, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Five more days of going through this book, which is The Way to Happiness by L. Ron Hubbard, written in 1981. And it is a book. It's not a religious book. Per se, it is a book on 21 precepts to live a happier life. And I've been going through these. Um, there's 21 of them. I've been going through them for the last couple of weeks. And now we have uh, only five days left. We are on, on to number 17. And I'm going to jump right in. Let me see how long this one is because some of these are so long that I, I can't. Oh, this is a really long one. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So what I'll do is I'm going to read. Damn, this is like this is a meaty chapter, a meaty chapter. Wow. All right. So this is a meaty chapter, number 17. So I'm unable to read all of it, but I will read some portions of it again. And I'll say this, uh, and I've said this at every show, if anybody uh, is interested I have booklets that I am willing to mail out to you free of charge. All you have to do is you have to email me. And uh, the email is right here. Oh, did you hear my stomach? Jesus, that was a loud grumble. Um, it's John Henry Soto at protonmail.com. And in the title, just write the way to happiness booklet. I'm getting a lot of emails these days, and that's the only way I can really find them. So please write that into the title there um and uh and i will send you a booklet free of charge 
and it has all the 21 precepts and everything. It's just a little book that you can carry around, and it's a very useful tool to have, and you can just kind of like be like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. Or sometimes it also, what it does for me, reading this again in, in, a, you know, in a new unit of time, in a, in a new moment, um, it kind of made me look at certain situations. I haven't read this in years, so revisiting it in from you know going experiencing 2020 and then being here was a tremendous tremendous uh, value to me because i i there was things in there that i didn't that i forgot about and i was just blown away by some of these things so i'm extremely grateful uh, that i have the opportunity to read this material to you and i hope that you find some value in it and whatever your thoughts are you know i want to hear from you you can always email me uh, you can message me right here if you're uh if you'd like um, say whatever you'd like. Remember, I'm Puerto Rican. I have thick skin. Nothing really bothers me. There's nothing more than, than uh, that. There's nothing really that more than anyone can say to me that can upset me. You know what I mean? We had a, a tremendous uh, year, and um, oh man, I'm sorry if you, if you hear if you guys hear my stomach growling. I really apologize. I don't know what the hell. I mean, I did eat last night <laughs> but i'm having coffee so all right let's get started here okay i'm talking too much Crap. all right so number 17 is be competent mm -hmm. so obviously this was a pretty important one because it's a really long chapter and it has different sections in it so i'm going to read the first section here and then i'll just go in and, and read little portions of all the others um the other sections, which are like 17-1, 17-2, sort of like that. All right, so let's let's start. Uh, 17, be competent. In an age of intricate equipment and high-speed machines and vehicles, one's survival and that of one's family and friends depends in no small measure upon the general competence of others. In the marketplace, in the sciences, in the humanities, and in the government, incompetence can threaten the lives and future of the few or of the many. Okay. Man has always had an impulse to control his fate. Superstition, uh, propitiation of the right gods, ritual dances before the hunt can all be viewed as efforts no matter how faint or unveiling to control destiny in common pursuits and activities man respects skill and ability these in a hero or athlete are almost worshipped okay so this is uh, that's section number one i'll read this last section here the ingredients of competence include observation Study and practice. 17-1. Look is the name of it. Look. See what you see, not what someone tells you that you see. <laughs> I'll read that again. See what you see, not what someone tells you that you see. What you observe is what you observe. Look at things in life and others directly not through any cloud of prejudice, curtain of fear, or 
interpretation of another. Instead of arguing with others, get them to look. The most flagrant lies can be punctured. The, the greatest pretenses can be exposed. The most intricate puzzles can resolve. The most remarkable revelations can occur simply by gently insisting that someone look. Look. <laughs> when another finds things almost too confusing and difficult to bear, when his or her wits are going around and around, get the person to just stand back and look. What they find usually is very obvious when they see it. Then they can go and handle things. But if they don't see it themselves, observe it for themselves, it may have very little reality for them, and all the directives and orders and punishment in the world will not resolve their muddle. One can intricate, one can indicate what direction to look and suggest that they do look. The conclusions are up to them. A child or adult sees what he himself sees, and that is reality for him. True competence is based on one's own ability to observe. With that as reality, only then can one be dealt and sure. Okay, number 17-2, learn. That's what it's called, that one, learn. Has there ever been an instance when another had some false data about you? Did it cause you trouble? This can give you some idea of the havoc false data can raise. False data is false information, right? You can also have some false data about another. Separating the false from the true brings about understanding. There is a lot of false data around. Evil-intentioned individuals manufacture it to serve their own purposes. Some of it comes from just plain ignorance of the facts. It can block and accept the acceptance of true data. Okay, then there's a long section here. It is very arrogant. It is a very arrogant fellow who thinks he has nothing further to learn in life. It is a dangerously blind one who cannot shed his prejudice and false data and supplant them with facts and truth that can more fittingly assist his own life and everyone else's. Okay. <clears throat> a civilization to survive must nurture the habits and abilities to study in its schools. A school is not a place where one puts children to get them out from underfoot during the day. That would be far too expensive for just that. It is a place where one manufactures parrots. It is not a place where one manufactures parrots. School is where one should learn to study and where children can be prepared to come to grips with reality, learn to handle it with competence, and be readied to take over tomorrow's world. The world where current adults will be in their later, middle, or old age. 
right. Wow, this is a long one. <laughs> okay. So then he goes on. He's talking a little bit about the criminal, uh, you know, when you don't want to learn. The hardened criminal. I'll just read this section. <clears throat> Time we got. The hardened criminal never learned to learn. Repeatedly, the courts seek to teach him that if he commits the crime again, he will go back to prison. Most of them do the same crime again and go back to prison. Factually, criminals cause more and more laws to be passed. The decent citizen is the one that obeys laws. The criminals, by definition, do not. Criminals cannot learn. Not all the orders and directives and punishments and duress will work upon a being that does not know how to learn and cannot learn. The characteristics of a government that has gone criminal, as has sometimes happened in history, is that its leaders cannot learn. All records and good sense may tell them that disaster follows oppression, yet it has taken violent revolution to handle them or World War II to get rid of a Hitler and those that were unhappy events for mankind. Such did not learn. They reveled in false data. They refused all evidence and truth. They had to be blown away. Okay, he's talking a little bit about the, that, about learning, basically, right? This is a, this section is called learning, right? So here we go uh, with this final section here. One can help simply by acknowledging what they have learned. One can assist if only by appreciating an, any demonstrated increase in competence. If one likes, uh, if one likes, one can do more than that. Another can be assisted by helping them without disputes. Sort out false data by helping them find and clear up words they have not understood. By helping them find and handle the reason they do not study and learn. Now and then, you may surprise yourself by untangling a person's life just by having gotten the person to study and learn. I am sure you can think of many ways, and I think you will find the greater, gentler ones work best. The world is brutal enough already to people who can't learn. All right, number 17-3 is practice. This is the last one. It's called practice. Learning bears fruits when it is applied. Wisdom, of course, can be pursued for its own sake. There is even a kind of beauty in it, but truth be but but truth told, one never really knows if he is wise or not until he sees the results of trying to apply it. Any activity, skill or profession, ditch digging, law, engineering, cooking, or whatever, no matter how well studied, collides at last with the acid test. One uh, can one do it? That is the acid test, right? Can one do it? And that doing requires practice. Movie stuntmen who don't practice first get hurt. So do housewives. Okay, uh, get this uh, one more section here. This one is about practicing and actually doing, right? What you're, 
but you know if you've actually been able to observe and then learn then you got to practice right so in these steps this, that's why this makes it so valuable these three steps in uh, being competent because if you don't have one of these things in place your competence level is really going to go down so let me just read this last section here one is at risk when uh, i'll give you that again one is at risk when those about one do not practice their skills until they can really do them there is a vast difference between good enough and professional skill and dexterity the gap is bridged with practice people uh, get people to look study work it out and then do it and then they have it right get them to practice 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 until they can do it like a pro there is considerable joy in skill dexterity and moving fast it can only be done safely with practice trying to live in a high speed world with low speed people is not very safe the way to happiness is best traveled with competent companions all right, so that was a long one. That was a really fantastic one. Um, and those three things are extremely important to to live a competent life. And if you have people around you that don't have those, especially the learning part, I always find it really fascinating that people that are highly educated are the least ones that think that they should learn. They think they know it all. They think they have this, uh, this thing over everybody. And they're the ones that, from what my experience and having met a, a lot, you know, thousands of people through my 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 travels um they're the ones that that know the least because they've already set their ways in in what they know they got this piece of parchment that tells them that they are extremely educated and that they know more than other people who don't have that piece of paper um and this becomes so such a lie to them and it's such false data that they rely their making their decisions and then they put that onto other people and make them feel inferior and i think that's really the uh where they don't they don't have the ability to learn and when you don't have the ability to learn um your competence level really can go down and those around you are also gonna um just feel just not feel comfortable around you you know um so there's those three things right there's look first look at things you know, whatever it is, you know, and, you know, last year showed us that a lot of people are not looking. They're just being fed false data. Look, right? Study what it is, read it, and then practice it. Talk about it, you know, experience it. Go out and share it with others and talk about, well, explain this. You know, this is what I'm doing right now. Check this out. It's, you know, with music, it's like that, right? I look. Right. But I also listen right to a lot of music. Right. But I look at what they're doing. You know, I, I, I look at what a guitarist or a, a professional musician or a filmmaker or whatever it is I'm doing. I look to see what they're doing. Right. Um, and I do a lot of studying. You know, people don't ever see that part of me uh, because I don't it's you can't really post. I, I guess I could post a picture of me like this. Just really intensely studying. But I do. I study a lot. You know, I use YouTube um i just use them for what they are they have their source of information they have a lot of stuff on there i've learned how to do so many things on youtube from how to cook a, a chicken properly to uh um how to edit a, a film you know I've, I've done all of it and it's just study and i study i practice and then, yeah and then i practice right i go out and i 
shoot a film or I shoot things at home and I just edit them and I try to figure out how to how to make it better. So when I do go out there to shoot, I kind of have a better idea of how to do it. You're always going to run into everything out there, you know, uh, things that you're not prepared for. But if you are well, uh, if you've studied well enough, right, and you've looked and you've practiced enough, those things become less and less. And then you can be more cause over those things and not be so affected by them when they happen. Right. So be competent is, is, you know, people talk about being competent. They think that it's just be a responsible person and there's that element of it, right? It's in there, but it, it, it comes from these three sections, right? Looking, uh, studying, and then practicing. Okay. So those are the three steps. Again, if anybody is interested in these, uh, in these, uh, uh 21 precepts on the way to happiness, please send me an email at proton at the uh, proton, not at proton. That's not my name at John Henry Soto at proton.com. And I will send you a free booklet. Um, and it's a tiny booklet that has all of this in it, but you can carry it around. And it's actually a great tool to have to carry around when you're um, in a waiting room and just want to read something that can help you with your day and make you feel better. Um, all right. So I went a little long today. I usually try to keep this between 23 minutes uh, and 24 minutes. I'm at almost 26 minutes. I'm sorry, folks. Um, but when it comes to stuff like this, I can really go on um, and talk more about it. All right. So um, tomorrow is number 18. And number 18 is respect the religious beliefs of others. And this one is a really important one. This one has uh, probably been for a very, very long time. Um, you know, as a Scientologist, obviously I don't, you know, um, I, I, I don't get too involved in what people have heard or seen on television or all that nonsense uh, because I do know that I've looked, I've studied, and I've practiced what I preach. And um, because of that, I don't want to give it any value. Um, same thing with any religion, you know, like, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are Mormons, you know, um, the Mormon religion has taken a, a lot of beatings as well, you know, and I've gone into the Mormon church and studied the Mormon church. I did all the lessons with the elders at the Mormon church and it's a beautiful, beautiful religion and they have a lot of great things. They, uh, they, I really love it. You know, um, I talked to, uh, uh, Pastor Gary here at the the Saint uh, uh, the Lutheran uh, Grace Lutheran Church right here on on Avenue C, um, and beautiful beautiful religion, uh, beautiful people. Uh, pastor Gary is amazing. Um, you know, I have another pastor, Pastor Bill, over here uh, for the New Life Church. Uh, very very extremely knowledgeable. As a matter of fact, he was on one of my shows. Um, where one of the political shows that he was on where he talked a lot about the Bible and end times and revelations and all that. And it was fascinating and he has some incredible information. And so I have a tremendous amount of respect for, for religion and religious people because they've, they've taken their, their lives and they've, they've invested it into a, some, a belief of faith, something that they're really passionate about. And I think that that's very com commendable. And I love that. And so I do, you know, this is a very important one that we're going to talk about tomorrow. It's respect the religious beliefs of others. And if we all did that, wow, what an amazing planet we will have. But 
you know, as I heard George Collins say once, you know, more people have been killed for the sake of religion than anything else in history. And I would have to agree with that. Statistically, you probably can uh, talk about the Crusades, uh, you know, the Spanish Inquisition, and you can go on and on through that and, um, you know, and realize what the, how important this is really. All right, folks, thank you very much. <laughs> Um, God bless you all. I will see you all tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thank you. Please share this uh, with anybody you think might find it interesting. Um, um, like the, the YouTube channel as well. And just you know, support the channel. And um, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. Thank you all. Talk to you all soon. And as always, peace.